Good afternoon, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 55 of Sports Bar Talk. Yes, 55. That means Sports Bar Talk and that some restaurants might be allowed to order from the Senior Citizens menu. Shout out to Anders for that beat drop. And welcome to episode 55 of Sports Bar Talk. I was going to sing a lyric there, I can't go 55, but I think the lyric is I can't go 75 or something like that. Um, But I don't know much about classic rock, so... I don't know! <laughs> Alright, before we get into the sports, I have a quick update regarding the incident, the story I had to tell last week. And that update is, we had another bat fly through the house. Um, short story, it was about 4 in the morning. I was sound asleep. My parents were sound asleep. And the bearer of uh, news... My dog Angus started barking like crazy. Wasn't sure what was going on. Um, it was still dark out and he was barking like crazy. I thought maybe he had to go potty. Um, but I was like, nah, because normally he Angus is a really good sleeper at night. When he goes in his crate, he'll fall asleep and you won't hear from him until maybe at eight or nine in the morning when he said when he has to alert us that he has to go out for his morning ablutions out in the sun. Um but uh he alerted us, so I was like, this is crazy. And my parents, I didn't think we're doing anything. I opened the door up. There's a light on downstairs, and mom sa- and my mother says, go back in. Go back into your room. There's a bat flying. There's a bat flying. And I was like, I was like, oh. All right, so I sprinted. And then I went to keep my mom comfort because we both hate bats. We're terrified of them. But my dad is too. But my dad, you know, <laughs> he likes to go right in and get that bat out the house. He liked to go right in like um, a storm chaser. Go right into the eye of the tornado or something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't think he actually likes to go in. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. Yeah, he likes to go right into the eye of the storm. And so... Uh, he got the bat. Just this morning, we're recording this on a Thursday like we always are. Just this morning, we had uh, <laughs> the bat guy come. And he said, there are definitely bats somewhere. Now, they, it said they're not. Uh, he didn't see any. And so, and there wasn't enough there to specify. So, he thinks bats are coming to stay in our house for the night. So, we have a bat being. We have an Airbnb. But we're not housing humans, we're, ha- we're housing bats in our house. And so, deliberations on what to do next. Will they come and give us stuff to uh, tell the bats this ain't an Airbnb no more? Or what will happen? We'll see what will happen. Uh, stay tuned to uh, your local on the 8s for the latest information regarding that. But let's get to the sports, where this is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best seat in the house. And let's waste no time. We are in the Stanley Cup. So let's get it to our hockey correspondent. Special counsel to the Oilers. Your friend and mine. Goofer Keeps. Hey Goofer. How are you doing up there north of the border? I'm doing good. How are you? 
We're doing fantastic here. You know, it's been an eventful morning. The uh, bat, the bat people came and confirmed we have an Airbnb. We are an Airbnb. Well, I think you guys are technically a bat BNB. Ha 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 ha! very funny, Goofer. Very, very funny. Um, so what's going on? I have not watched any of the games. I've been watching the great sport of baseball. Update us on what's been going on in the Stanley Cup here between Tampa and Montreal. And, of course, give us your prediction before the series as well. Yeah, well, it's been other domination so far by Tampa Bay. The Canadians have no have no answer so far. You know, they, the, in Game 1, the Lightning won a convincing 5-1. to one. <laughs> And in Game 2... <laughs> Why are you laughing over there? I'm still thinking of my dad going in the storm, no? I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep your composure over there, buddy. <laughs> oh, it's a giggle fest over there. It really is. I think there are tears falling down right now. <laughs> okay, relax. While you keep your composure, I'll keep talking. Then in game two, the Lightning won three to one. Terrific performance. <laughs> hey, keep your composure. <laughs> oh. Oh. <It's... laughs> I think my doctor will have to come prescribe you some medicine for giggles. Yeah. Alright, we got our composure now. So, yeah, the Lightning have been convincing, but now the series shifts to Montreal, so you never know. It's going to look... It, this thing could get very, very interesting. And the light For the Lightning to win this series, they're going to have to win at least one game on the road. And if they do, the Lightning will be back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champions. Now, my prediction was I won in Montreal... I think a lot of people want the underdog story, but in my opinion, you know what this reminds me of to use a, use a narrative from your assembly to your uh, basketball? It reminded me two years ago when the Raptors came in and beat the big Warriors. Really was. And so, but I don't think we're going to get it this time. I think the Lightning are just too good. It's like watching Tom Brady. I got the boats. In five games. I do think Montreal will get will win tomorrow night's game. But Tampa Bay will win the cup. Go boats. Go boats indeed. As they say on the Pat McAfee show. They don't say go bolts. They say go boats. Uh, go for anything for the good of the order before I uh, kick you to the curb. And I guess if I'm looking at this. Well, either by the next time we talk, we will either have a Stanley Cup champion or we will, or we will be getting ready for Game 6. So, obviously, you'll either have one more time, one more appearance after the day, you'll either have one more appearance on the show or two more appearances on the show. Just depends what happens, you know. If Montreal wins... Both games at home, 
we'll definitely have you on the next week. And we'll also have you on the recap at the week after. If it's over, next week will be the recap and we'll say our fond farewells. Well, in that case, I changed my prediction. Lightning in six. I love this show. Maybe I should join you permanently. Uh, no, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Because I've heard you try to talk about other sports and it's disastrous. Yeah, you're right. But I just thought maybe you needed a little comedic relief. Yeah, I'd give them the comedic relief a lot. Okay, then. Well, Goofer, I know you're busy. NHL draft is coming up, so we're going to let you loose. Ladies and gentlemen, Goofer keeps. All right. Uh, sorry for the giggles there. You know, I, you start thinking about my dad, and I just start imagining him going in a tornado. And that, that, that would be a sight to behold. Let's talk about the National Basketball Association. And believe it or not, we have one team in the NBA Finals already. The Phoenix Suns. Great play from Devin Booker, center DeAndre Ayton, but of course, point guard Chris Paul, who finally gets to go to an NBA Finals. He is one of the all-time greatest point guards in NBA history, but he doesn't get the respect he deserves, and I think now he'll finally get it, especially if the Suns can win the Finals. Now, who will the Phoenix Suns play out of the Eastern Conference? We still don't know. Right now, the series is tied at two games apiece between the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. However, the Bucks have most likely lost Giannis Antetokounmpo for the season. He hyperextended his knee in game number four, and it doesn't look good. Meanwhile, this really feels like a survival of the team that hasn't that won't get injured as much. And here we and as I see it, those two teams are Phoenix and Atlanta. Yes, Trey Young has gotten hurt and he's again he was he didn't play in the last game. This really could be a survival of the fittest, and in that case, then I think the Phoenix Suns will win. We'll see. The rest of the Eastern Conference Finals, so there's a game tonight on Thursday. Uh that's game five. Game 6 will be Saturday at 8.30, and then if we need a Game 7, that'll be Monday at 8.30. All of those games can be found on TNT, and this is a special because we are entering the final two or three games of the legendary broadcaster Marv Albert's career. He will be retiring, of course, legendary boxing voice, the voice of the Knicks, Nets, uh, I think he even did some hockey at some point, sometimes he did NFL on CBS, but... Our gen my generation will know him as a basketball announcer. Um, so he's winding down his tenure. Um, certainly there will be tributes ahead um, of his final broadcast. I know they gave the NBA gave him a celebratory Larry O'Brien trophy. Um, so we, it, it's, uh, it's congrats on a well a legendary career. Of course, the Albert family isn't leaving Turner Sports anytime soon. Of course, it's been reported that Marv's son, Kenny, will be the lead voice of the uh, NHL coverage on Turner Sports. Which reminds me, by the way, the Stanley Cup games. So the first two games of the series were on NBCSN. The rest of the games now will move over to your local NBC station. And I think they're probably in Canada on CBC, which is the Canadian equivalent of NBC.
All right, let's go to Wimbledon and let's join our special correspondent over there, our London correspondent. We have a new guest coming on the show. Oh, what is that? He, he can't. He's not able to join us. Okay, never mind. I'll talk about it. Um, but uh, he's not able to join us today, obviously. So I'll just talk about what I was going to talk about. Wimbledon is going on. First time in two years Wimbledon is happening. Of course, last year they actually made money because they had in the 1918 they had the cancel the tournament. They actually bought pandemic insurance. So 100 years later, that purchase is coming in handy. So that's why they made the decision early on in the coronavirus pandemic to uh, cancel. And, of course, they're back this year. Terrific tennis. But, sadly, the court has been too slippery because of rain. It forced Serena Williams to retire. Roger Federer was slipping all over the place. He got lucky because his opponent in his first-round match got injured. And so Roger didn't look like he was going to get out of the first round. But, you know, he's currently playing right now. Right now, excuse me, as I record this podcast, almond in my mouth. Um, and he was, last I checked, he was tied 2-2 in the first set against Richard Gasquet. And now, looks like it's 5-all in the first set. Um, Djokovic has been dominant as always. Um, one of my favorite players I love watching, the Canadian Felix Augur Alassime. I believe that's how you pronounce that. Very delightful tennis player. Um... Very interesting. Um, yeah, so. That's the Wimbledon one more next week. But I want to get to Euro 2020. We're approaching the knockout round of this tournament. We're in the court. We're into the quarterfinals. And next week, by the time we record this, we'll have the final set. And we can preview the final. This tournament has been fun. I previewed it a little bit a couple weeks ago when the tournament was about to commence. Now... This has been a fun tournament. We've had underdogs. You know, we had the Swiss beat France. And France, of course, are the defending World Cup champions. And France has arguably one of the two best players in soccer, not named Messi and Ronaldo, in Kylian Mbappe and Neymar. Now, or Neymar plays for Brazil, but he plays in France. I don't know why I just said that, but Kylian Mbappe is regarded as the next big star in soccer. Um... And, of course, France has Paul Pogba on the team. They have a great goalie in Hugo Lloris. Um, so, that was a shock. They went up 3-1 with 10 minutes to go in the game. You think the game's over. The Swiss scored two goals to force extra time, and then they won, I believe, in penalties. And then, of course, so the Swiss, they will play Spain in the first quarterfinal. That is tomorrow, Friday at noon. And then you have Belgium taking on Italy. That's a fun game, in my opinion. That's the game of the quarterfinal round. You know, Belgium, they're the number one ranked soccer team according to FIFA's rankings. Italy looked like maybe the best team in the tournament to win it. Belgium, of course, they have no shortage of superstars in Romelu Lukaku, Eden Hazard, Kevin De Bruyne, um, Thibaut Courtois, and Nett. Um, Italy. They have their stars, too. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, sadly. In the third quarterfinal, as my dad is the only best seat in the house from outside, you got the Czech Republic and Denmark. Denmark, of course, playing with heavy hearts. I'm sure you've all heard about Christian Eriksen collapsing. He has a heart attack. Looks like he's going to get a pacemaker installed. Um, 
And he's young. He's fit. He's a soccer player. The sets. They're doing this for him. I think don't get it done. And then Ukraine and England. England has been, is my pick to win the tournament. Um, great play. Harry Kane finally scored a goal for England, something he hadn't done in a while. I think that was the first goal at a Euro tournament. Um, and Ukraine, you know, they shocked everyone. They beat Sweden in the round of 16. So it's going to be a very interesting match. I think England will get that one done. Um, in terms of the other matches, I do believe Spain will get it done. And I this is partially biased here, but I like Belgium to win. They have a great team. Their chemistry is great right now. Their manager, Roberto Martinez, is one of the best in all of soccer. Um, when he was in charge of Everton, and of course, I think he was in charge of a couple other teams before he became in charge of the Bel Belgium national team. So it's very interesting. So... Then next, then the semifinals will be on July 6th and July 7th, and then the finals on July 11th. Um, so yeah, that is Euro 2020. Now let's get to a restaurant of the week. Now, sticking with our theme of sushi, this place is delicious. It is a hibachi grill as well, so if you love to watch men cook delicate meats and seafood in front of you and, you know... Start a really big fire that scared the living daylights out of me. You got to go to this place. It's inside the Park City Mall in Lancaster. Ladies and gentlemen, Shogun Hibachi Steakhouse and Sushi. Now, when you still come here and you don't get the sushi... What they're going to start you out with is a little salad. I don't know what kind of salad it is on here, but they put like a spicy mayo on it. But they're going to give you also some miso soup. And that contains tofu and seaweed scallion. It was alright. I like the broth a little bit. Um, it was really good. Now, what I got here was I got sushi, obviously. But I also got some uh, crab rangoon to start. I love crab rangoon. One of my favorite appetizers of all time to get. And I always get it when I order sushi if the place has it. Now what I got, I got the fire crunchy roll. That is shrimp tempura with cream cheese and topped with spicy mayo and crunchy. I believe that was Parmesan cheese they put on top as the crunchy part when I had it. I have a picture of it. It was amazing. Delicate. Tasted really good. Blended right in with the soy sauce. Tasted amazing. And then, on their special roll list, I also got, if I can find it, the name is, uh, the, the name of the roll is getting, is, has gotten away from me. It wasn't the amazing tuna roll. But it was like a deep-fried spicy tuna. It was the Godzilla roll. And that is spicy tuna with avocado, connie, cream cheese, masago, deep-fried scallions, served with eel and spicy mayo sauce. And this was really good. It was delicious. Now, my parents, they, my dad got the veggie plate and my mom got, like, some other thing. I think she called it, they called it the green chiplet. Triplets, not chiplets. It was delicious. And of course, since they're a hibachi grill, they have hibachi chicken, hibachi strip steak, hibachi shrimp, hibachi salmon, hibachi scallops, hibachi filet mignon. 
hibachi vegetable without the shrimp. It's just a very delicious place. Haven't gone into the hibachi place yet, but they have really good food at this place. If you're ever at the Park City Mall, you better go try this. It's Shogun, Hibachi, Steakhouse, and Sushi. Alright, that'll do it for the Grand Old Pod today. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Have fun, whatever you're doing for the 4th of July. Eat some hot dogs and baked beans. In honor of me. And some ice cream. And this is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best scene in the house.